0: Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh,
2: I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock, hate going to work. On talk radio.
3: George is right, that's a great bit of music, but, you know, everyone was expecting, you know, something political or heavy or something from Bob Dylan. And he came up with an album that had this vibe on it, you know.
4: It does sound like we're crossing live to him doing his ironing.
3: <laughs> I can't believe that there were 44 years of my life Well, I didn't like this guy. Now he's like a god to me. Here's the thing about Bob Dylan. He believes the world was made in seven days and it's three and a half thousand years old. He's, does, a, crea- he's a creationist. Does he though? Or yeah. has he just been... Nope, he's a creationist. Awkward. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah,
4: no, he does. A, B
3: or C, yeah? No. Or he, he does. does. <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, no, he does. he does. Does he
4: believe that completely? He either no. believes that completely. <laughs> Come on, Nish. Not at all or a bit
3: there's a jug for three people <laughs> um yeah he's he bob dylan believes that the, believes the bible as l- the literal I, word of god i
4: just don't believe you
3: well it's true honestly it's incredible it's incredible he doesn't talk about because he had obviously the big late 78 to about 81 he released three or four uh christian albums right the, the very very bleak christian albums basically you're, Repent- screwed, you're screwed yeah, yeah. Um and his record sales just diminished and diminished and diminished and diminished, and then he kind of but every, he'll still every now and then he'll put like a Christian song on an album, but it'll it'll be a little bit muddied, you know. The lyrics will be a little, it'll be a little bit vague, and he doesn't talk about it very often anymore. I don't know if that's uh, probably not commercial choice. I'm sure he's not bothered about that, but he doesn't. But every now and then he'll he'll just you know say, well, I, you know, well, you know, I, I believe the little literal word of God. <laughs> and we we're It's gonna, uh, gonna. The Lord Jesus Christ is gonna come back to earth. And it's gonna be rapture. And uh, he's taking up uh, the only one. Yeah, all sinners. And the world is three and a half thousand years old. Uh, and anybody who says it's an evolution is a thing is a sinner. So him. So we got this idea for a book. Right? So we had an Ofcom complaint, and I don't want to go into that because that's relevant, really. Um, but um, what it meant was we got to see a bit of the show. Yeah. Typed out.
4: We we were faced with it in all its bare face, black and white, outrageousness. Right,
3: so Catherine, you be the caller, you do the invitation that gives me (laughs) that I I then do the list. This is written down.
4: Something it was something like, but yeah. It was something like how about you come round to my place for tea?
3: No thanks, mate. You sound like a sex offender.
4: Now, that's
3: kinda normal banter that's what the complaint was. But seeing it written down was funny, man. And then there was a whole chunk of the show with me saying something and Kath saying,
4: what did you say? Don't you dare ring him back.
3: Uh, uh, and he goes, uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so then we thought, right, wouldn't it be cool if other bits of the show were written down? Because I never listened to the show. And I, I sometimes sometimes, if I'm driving on a Saturday night and they're playing the best of because they're too tight to give us money to do a show on a Saturday Hello,
4: night. Hello, they pay me for that.
3: Oh, right, okay, fine. Um, I would come in and do it live. Yeah, for, so, so for slightly less than the fee I get for this. We are coming in and doing two shows on Saturdays, mm-hmm. one in February mm-hmm. and one in March. Yeah, because they owe us. Yeah, scumbags. <laughs> um, I don't know when they are. We'll let you know. But occasionally, if I'm driving on a Saturday and there's the best of us, I will listen. I'll, I'll listen for two or three minutes, and I enjoy it. I don't enjoy listening to me, but I enjoy the vibe of the show. But it doesn't really make me laugh. But reading the transcript yes I, I i was sending it to everyone going read this man this is funny so we've got this idea for a book okay and what we'll do is we just decided that we'll, any money will make the samaritans we'll go for i think They're struggling so. a bit at the moment i don't know if they are actually but when i phoned them twice on sunday there was no answer um so, any profits, it'll be slim profits. Any profits that we make will we'll go to the Samaritans. That way, no one can cry foul and say, you're, you're, But we did all the work and you're, you're trousering the money. Um, and I guess I, we'd find a way of getting it published online. So, we'll, there'd be a way. We'll,
4: we'll, we'll, work, it we'll work it
3: out. We'll work it out. But we want to put together a book of transcripts of your favourite parts of the show. It could be, uh, you know, talking to Barry from Watford. It could be arguing with Rainbow George. It could be, um, you know, Nigel from Maidstone. It could be Andre. It could be. It could be anything.
4: So so far, I've got. uh, Have you actually got? Yeah. Who's done this? Uh, Lou's done one. Hey. And Derek did one for me as well. Well, what have we got? Uh, So Lou likes Chuck Winkle. So we've got a Chuck Winkle. I think it is three words that can make a woman. Okay. And let me see what Derek sent me. Again, I did, I did save it. Where have I put it?
3: And have they sent you the audio as well?
4: They, they took it. They, they've give me the link to it on YouTube.
3: Okay, cool. All right, fine. That's a that's good idea. Because we will need to split it between us and just, just double check it. Yes. You know, just, just to make sure no one's trying to sneak in, um, you know, Catherine being anti-Semitic or me being anti-black or something. Oh, no, they'll never catch us with they'll that. They'll never catch us. We're too good. Don't want see who's the other person. Derek who's... sent me one hey, as well. Derek, Derek thank was you. willing
4: to do everyone's work for them. He said, You know, I'm willing, I've got nothing to hey, do.
3: Derek, do as many. Listen, you want to do more? You do as many as you want, buddy. By the way, John jo from Highbury's calling in. You're never getting on the show again. You suck. Oh, he just loves it, doesn't he? Uh, he loves it. Um, you do as many as you want. You don't have oh. to do just one.
4: Yeah, the one that Derek's done is Ian's fiery argument with Paul from Stoke Poges.
3: There we go. Beautiful. (laughs) Hey, listen, that's great. Well, in that case, the book has started. If you want to do one, dear listener, um, then, yeah, loads of clips are on YouTube or you can get podcast stuff. I'm not going to tell you which bits to do because I don't remember them.
4: No, and I also find it really interesting the bits that you like rather than ones that I would pick.
3: What we do, when we get enough together, I'm guessing we're going to need, I don't know, maybe 40,000 words, something like that. We'll 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 find a way of getting a book published online. Um, it'll be unbound or something, one of those ones where they 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 print it on demand. Um, you'll all get a credit in the book for your work, and uh, then we'll put it online. Any profits made from selling the book, we will give to the Samaritans. And then and then and then and then and then, at some point after that, we'd like to do a live show, where the profits would not go to charity; they would go to us. Let's be honest. <laughs> we would like to do a live show where. It is performance pieces by you and maybe some of my celebrity friends. I'm sure Mackenzie Crook would help out. Paul Garner, I've been texting, might help out. I'm available. Okay, but so the celebrity friends. Um, doing live performances, interpretations of the text. So it wouldn't be... So you'd be. You'd you'd, you'd have to, learn, you know, act it. You could do it how you wanted it, but it wouldn't be like in a radio studio. You no. would take it out of the radio studio and you put it in B-jam. B-jams? Or... Or the laundrette. Or you put it in the laundrette, or you'd put it on the bus, or in school, or whatever, okay? Um, we'd have a mixture of live stuff and filmed stuff. I'm sure I can get Mackenzie to help make a nice little little film or something uh, with that. And we'll have an evening of it. Um, and Kath and I will get rich. High on the hog? Is that phrase? We're going <laughs> to get high... On the hog, on the thousands of pounds that will make. Because putting life stuff on takes a lot of work. Um, but So if you want to help with the book, um, then uh, find your find your favourite bit and transcribe it. And send it to me. And how do they get to you?
4: Catherine.Boyle at talkradio.co.uk. is already saying on Twitter, yes, I'd love to do that. I'll transcribe. It's too hot.
3: Beautiful. I don't know what that is.
4: It was you going. It's too hot. Oh, oh it's too hot. <laughs> it's
3: too hot. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Do whatever you want, guys. I and mean, we look forward to uh, to reading them. And this will be something. This this could be a little little work of art we might have here. Of course, little, it is. Little, little treasure. A lovely little treasure,
4: and that is a great thing about this this radio show, right? Everyone gets something different out of it. Everyone yep. has their own favourite yep. bits, and yep. also we've got loads of really creative people listening.
3: Yes, we certainly have Stanley. So when we get more of those in, we'll, we'll um, I'll keep nudging you, and if you want to, you know, when we get enough, we'll we'll, we'll compile a book. Oh uh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, good evening, G. I
2: don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but isn't that what the logbook was for?
3: I tell you, right, first of all, um, come off speakerphone, because we can't hear you.
1: I'm not on speakerphone, I'm using a new phone.
3: You're on a what? An an airplane? No, yeah, well, I'm using a new... Phone. Honestly, this is such a terrible line, I can hardly hear you. It's very echoey and, and uh, but simultaneously muffled. Oh, I can't believe that. Look, is that better? That's better, yeah. Yes, well done. Oh, right, what did, what, what did you say? What did you say? I said, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but isn't that what the logbook was for? No. But I thought that was a transcription of the shirt. No. Nope. nope. Oh, OK. So I must have got it completely wrong. Yeah, you did. OK. I'm a bag of shite. Thanks very much, your call. Cool. Um, here we go. This is... Here we go. And I'm learning a lesson here. 106 has texted in. Uh-huh. He was going to complain to Ofcom... About the music. Right. 106 has complained, in, has, has texted in to apologise. Oh. Thank you, 106. Listen, I'm sorry for moaning. Uh, for the record, I would never complain to Ofcom. Here's the thing. I'm recovering from a serious illness. I had a bad day. I come to bed to listen to your great work and felt grumpy when you weren't there with your usual stuff and playing music instead. I'm sorry I took my bad day out on you. P.S. I love hearing about your cats. 106, that is cool. I appreciate. I appreciate you... Uh, reaching out. It was it was funny though because we got a nice little five minute riff on complaining to Ofcom and it did genuinely make me laugh <laughs> that you would suggest that you Muppet but, 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 but. Uh, I, I, I hope I'm sorry to hear about your illness, I hope that you are well and truly on the mend and I hope you, you, you tomorrow is a better day than it is today and here's the thing about my cats, I've been feeding them tuna because I've been treating them and they have been doing the smelliest poos ever. Are
4: you giving them like tuna in brine? or oil
3: in water.
4: All right, okay. Cool. Tune
3: it in water. I was
4: going to say cuz oil that's
3: tune it in water. Um so that, so and, and all three cats so velvet and velvet goes to the toilet in the bedroom now. She the litter trays there. And so the uh, you, I've I've been woken up in the night by the stench.
4: I mean, when of a I came round today, oh. I opened the door and it was like backdraft. Oh. It kind of the smell licked yeah. up the back wall yeah. and along the uh, ceiling yeah. and, and washed right in my face. Oh, it
3: was horrendous. I it... Didn't
4: think, What on earth have they been eating? Tuna. Okay. What did you
3: What did you forget, G? Oh,
4: I didn't forget anything. I was calling back
2: to um, talk to whoever answered the phone because apparently I owe them one.
3: What do you mean? It doesn't work like that. You you phone up and you talk to us. They're busy.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Sorry. Bye.
3: Bye. I mean, really, this is not a dating service for Sam. Um, so that's what's going on. And my cat, Mucky still hasn't gone out properly. Lucky goes out when I open the cat flap. And today I opened the cat flap for the afternoon. And every five minutes i just going,
4: oh my God, where's Lucky? I can't see her. I,
3: can't. And I would just go out and shake the bag of food and she would just come running back in. <laughs>
4: yeah. And so... at one point, Cask, I don't see where Lucky is. So <laughs> I went. I said, well, she's not outside. Um, she's not in the kitchen. Yeah. And then I went out into the other room and I looked all around in the usual places, not there. And then I looked on the... Uh, yeah. chair and there she was looking That's at me like great. what yeah. what i'm just please just leave me alone oh
3: i need to say i need to, to, um, to say uh so, so 106 we're cool and i appreciate that um so the okay so i got my cat my cats are rescue cats mm-hmm. right and and i'm going to tell you where i got them from in a minute because they've asked me if i just name the, the the kind of umbrella charity that the the organization which i'm more than happy to do um, but 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 the two cats i got are black one is completely black and one is primarily black with white bits right and this is the insane thing um no one then they're rescue cats so they were six six months old i've 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 made they were born in june so i've made it their birthday is the same as mine cool june the 9th we're gonna have a crazy time um but no one's adopting black cats and a couple of people went to see these cats and and then got there going oh no i didn't realize they were black oh no 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 i don't think so and they, they didn't take those beautiful little girls home who are the most adorable. And I know lots of you have got black cats, right? So if you're thinking of getting cats and you're thinking of getting a rescue cat, uh, I cannot highly recommend black cats enough, man. And there's loads of black cats in foster homes. We had to leave their mum oh, and their brother was, there.
4: They were beautiful cats oh. and so friendly.
3: And in fact, do you know what? If I hadn't have had Velvet, who's a black cat, Maybe I'd have taken all four. Anyway, they've got, they're have got they living with their foster parents now, who are now their real parents, who've now got 15. <laughs> Helen and her partner have got 15 cats in their house. It's
4: it's Nuts. the best house, but you try and find somewhere to sit that's not got a cat on it.
3: <laughs> so, so, listen, I know that Roger is thinking of maybe getting a cat, and there are a few others, and I would never tell you what to get. If you want to get a different kind of cat, you go and get a different kind of cat. That is, you know, that's your business. But what I will say is... Um, uh, that black cats have given me the most pleasure that I could possibly have. Look, and and so I had a message from June who runs Travis Cat Rescue, right? So I've got to give them a mention. Travis Cat Rescue. And she was just saying, we took a 12-week-old black and white kitten yesterday that had been dumped by the side of a really busy road. What? Sorry? He'd spent 24 hours hiding under a bush by the road. He was spotted by a lady who left in there until the next day, hoping he would go home. Um... And she brought him in um look look at that look at that kitten that got that got dumped by the side of the road
4: oh he's adorable so
3: go and travis cat is where i got mine if you go on facebook um you you know and just look for cat rescue places in your area there are dozens of them honestly there are about five or six in my area um, and then you've got there's all different places, and just Google your area and cat rescue and stuff like that. And and you know if you want to choose a smaller little one, as a you know, the RSPC I've got you know obviously cats and, and uh, Battersea and stuff like that. But there's loads of little smaller independent ones where it's just people who love cats that are doing it. There we go, done that. Right, lovely, thank you, Alan. Stay there, you'll be next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio.
0: Talk Radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uncut,
3: after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
3: on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I will read from the Kenny Rogers autobiography in a bit. It's a great book. I'm slow, I'm, I'm struggling. to. I've been reading it since Christmas. You bought it for me for Christmas, I think. Yeah. yeah. And the last couple of books, last three or four books, I've really struggled to, and I love reading, just get into the book the Eric Idle book took me about six months and it wasn't because it was rubbish it was great Or well, the, the end got a bit boring when he just kept banging on about being rich and hanging out with billionaires but I just couldn't get into it I'm, I'm struggling to crack books Is and it the concentration? I'm yeah I think of I think Zard I do think Zard
4: I've been like that for about a year and I've only just I'm on my second book yeah. in about a year and I'm someone I used to be able to read a book uh, in a day you know.
3: and there's so much I want to read i tell you what's lovely the boys coming over this weekend and they come over two weeks ago I think and I've joined the local library mm-hmm. and, I, and I saw when I joined I saw they had loads of books for sale that I thought the kids might like so when I picked them up last time I said let's go to the library they've got a load of books in there and you, if you we can buy some you can bring them back to my house you have them on your bookshelf take them home if you want but it means you've got books every time you come round to read brilliant so we went round and we bought some and then they saw a couple of books that they really wanted to to get out and I said alright fine we'll, we'll get them out and then Saturday night the two of them are sharing the same bed because because the, the, the youngest is too scared to go up to his bedroom in the loft. So they're sharing, they're sharing their bed with their little reading light, just sat there reading their library books like Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> I'm in the bedroom across the hallway reading, um, probably was reading Eric Idle then. Or no, maybe I was reading uh, the, 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 the Kenny Rogers. And we're just like three old men, just sat there reading our books. But it's great. It's lovely. And then I just go,
4: boys, time to turn the light off.
3: Silence. Yeah. And went in. They were asleep with their books on their chests.
4: We had uh, over the weekend. We've noticed that the girls—they're very into computers. Like, yeah, they of love it. They're. They love it, it, love it, love it. Of course they do. But there comes a time when you go. Do you know what? We haven't sat together all weekend. Yeah. So we turn the TVs off. The yeah. uh, the, t- the TVs off the, and the computers off. And they said, "What do we do now?" I said, "Well, we play yeah. with your toys, or when you get a book, I'm going to sit on here with my book." And put my uh, bl- have a blanket on my knee on yes, the blanket we,
3: on my knee. Yeah, and
4: we all sat we sat in a row on the sofa, it's great, or reading our books,
3: it's great. I love but it. They
4: they it. has been such a long time since they had to work out what they want to do.
3: Yeah, this weekend we're going to play some games. We're going to play some video games. Of course we're going to play some video games. Uh, we're also going to make. Well, here's the thing, right? So. When did fairy cakes, let's try and, Alan, I will come to you, I promise, but this is really important, actually, and no, one, I've, no one's ever spoken about this, and we're going we're gonna to blow your minds. When did fairy cakes become cupcakes? Uh-huh. I think around the time of Sex and the City. Yes, probably. But then now, so I said to my boy, the youngest, I said, well, why don't we cook something? This weekend. We haven't done it the last few times you visited. And before we'd made like brownies and fudge, we made fudge. That was a big success, fudge. It's just basically it's a bag of sugar and a block of butter.
4: What's not to like? That's in it. Food.
3: It's insane, man. I was looking at it going, no oh my god, the ingredients!" Um and he said, I want to make buns. Right. I was like, Okay, what kind of buns? He went, chocolate buns. I'm thinking, right. So to me a bun is a currant bun. But you don't know what a current bun is. Is that a balm cake?
4: No, like a tea cake, like a like a hot cross bun. Yeah, like a tea cake. A hot cross bun That's is what, what I call it. But but then you said you buns s- buns are uh, fairy cakes.
3: So a bun, a bun is a, is a fairy cake. Stroke cupcake.
4: No, oh no, cupcake's got too much um, icing on it to be a bun. Bun needs to be a bit flatter.
3: No, cupcake is a fairy cake, right?
4: And well, I asked uh... you what
3: you said. Oh, I've got I've got some recipes for buns, and then you sent me recipes for cupcakes.
4: Yeah. So what is got what is going on Well it's all about right the cupcake thing is is completely right it's a con I, I hate to break this to you but having made all of these cakes yeah, right okay. cupcake a bun, it's, ba- it's a basic calm down, bun calm, and it doesn't excited. rise very far calm down, actually calm down. but it's the frosting or the icing on top that's what makes it look fancy right it's just all about your technique with that
3: boom People are you're losing people with the attitude What well, I'm it, sorry
4: I get very passionate about cake Just bring it down I mean in so you're slightly. in my in my you're undermining
3: under me a little bit, so just bring it down a okay. little, if you can. Thank well,
4: you. this is how you get about the Beach Boys. Me on buns. Sorry, I'm not going to apologise. So sh- I think you should, but anyway, and some of the and actually sometimes when you get these cupcakes, if you take all the icing off, they're dead plain. They're not, they don't even taste nice as cakes. Whoa. It's a con. If you could see her
3: face, she looks disgusting. <laughs> it's a
4: con, but. Some of them are beautiful, and they're works of art, and they look great, and most of it is about what they look like. OK. All but right. I, I do prefer a nice, well-risen bun. OK.
3: I like nice buns. Let's go to Alan. Good evening,
2: Alan. Oh, hello, Stella. Um I'm just calling up to say that I've just recently started taking depressing tablets, because I've um, got depressive behaviour. Oh, yeah. But um, like, I find your show it relaxes me, because I get quite angry a lot. I'm quite an angry person. My yeah. life's quite angry your show really relaxes me like at night time because it's not the same it's something different every night. I don't watch the news, I don't watch TV, so anything that I need to know about, you seem to tell me. <laughs> well, I'm be, i got to bet I have to...
3: Well, now Alan, you know all
4: about cakes. Well done. <laughs> Alan, I,
2: I'm have a chef, say,
3: actually, so... I have to say... <laughs> oh, me, you do know about me, cakes. Me and, are you, me and Catherine don't know anything about anything. Honestly, we're two idiots. <laughs> um, but um, how, how long... So do you listen to any other radio shows?
2: Because a lot of radio shows... I used to, I used to listen to Chris Moyles, but I prefer you over Chris Moyles, because Chris Moyles is too, like... He's all about the money now, but oh, you—you're just you.
4: There is no That's money.
3: That's how I feel. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of other radio shows on phone-in stations. It is—it is. They are designed to make you angry. That's how they make their money and their listeners is by getting you angry. You know. And uh, I don't—I don't, I don't want to. Now, when you say you've got anger issues, how does that manifest itself? What? What?
2: what, what, what um, do you do? If you don't just, mind me asking. Um, I can be. Like, I isolate myself because I can be around people and people just how they speak to me or yeah. they, look, they look at me it can make me angry um, the only thing that relaxes me is animals like cats I love here cats
3: here we go yeah cat, cats are the the soothers oh. of the soul aren't they you can't be angry around a cat
2: nah um we've got this like dwarf cat um she's really cute um but yeah, she's, she's relaxing. But I find nature relaxing. I think the world's become more like Mad Max these days, especially with the stabbings and the way yeah. the world's going these days. Well, People forget about what's 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 you know in life. What matters? Do, which really. is partly
3: partly why not because of anger for me necessarily, but because of being depressed. I played that. I don't know if you heard the bit of music we played at the start. That that Vaughan Williams uh, track.
2: Yeah, that was relaxing, isn't it?
3: Isn't it? And this is the thing, man. And it do, and I it. it 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 does. It works with with depression and it works with anger. Being around like nature, and I consider that music to be like nature in the fact that it's very it's very pure, and it you know there's there's no kind of hidden meaning. It's just a pure, beautiful thing like a flipping tree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I know what you mean exactly. Yeah, it's like pure. You, you can close your eyes and be lost with it. Yeah,
3: and being out, you know, going for a walk in the woods, man. And here's my tip. Leave your phone at home if you go for a walk. I don't know if you're near woods, but if you get the chance to just oh, walk no, through Oh,
2: uh, no. I live right next to a lake, so I go and walk around the lake every day.
3: There you go, man. Um, I, I used to be really angry. And, I mean, really angry. And I lost jobs because of it. And I bullied bosses because of it. And so, You know, I should have been sacked from LBC several times. The, the, the disgusting way I spoke um, to my two bosses there, um, anger can still be a thing for me, but generally it's it's it, the last eight or nine years, it, it, incredibly better than it's ever been. Every now and then I'll 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 I'll, I'll go off, and like, I'm talking like maybe once a year, I'll go off. But he, the the place I'm at now at I'm at now, Alan, is as soon as I do it maybe five minutes after. Right? It might last a minute, and then five minutes later I come back down, and I realise it was inappropriate, that there are other ways of dealing with stuff, and I will go straight to the person and apologise um, to them, and, and, and then, you know. Uh, so it it does get better, is what I'm trying to say in a very convoluted way. It does get better.
2: I understand totally, because when I get angry um, straight away, I calm down and it's like a completely different me. And I understand that everything I just done was inappropriate and disgusting, and and I do say sorry. And there you go. Uh, that's disgusted with myself.
3: That's half the battle. I was with my boys uh, just after Christmas, and we took their gran out to the cinema, and there was a guy working at the cinema I thought was being a little bit finicky about where my mum's wheelchair should be, and I kind of snapped and went, "All right, mate. All right. Listen, I've just put her there. I will sort it out." And I said to the my boys, "Man, that guy really annoyed me, but the way I spoke to him was totally inappropriate, and, and I need to apologize." And they were sat there going, I, "I couldn't apologize. I couldn't do that." I said, "Well, it's tough and I'm, I feel uncomfortable, but I have to do it." And I made a point of going up to them in, uh, up to him in front of the boys and saying, "I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have spoken to you like that. Just worried about my mum and you were absolutely right, and la. And it was all cool. Do you meditate at all?
2: Um, I actually believe in Buddhism. I have um, the yin and yang tattooed on the back of my head. Okay, well, flipping
3: it. All right, maybe
2: that, maybe a bit of the ink got
3: into your brain, and that's what's making you angry. Maybe you're poisoned
2: uh, I'm, by Buddha. <laughs> I'm, I'm tattooed all over, really. I but do you?
3: Neck. But do you? It's cool that you, you're into that, and I know a lot of people are. Do you
2: meditate? Yeah, I meditate. I've Beautiful. I've known to, to meditate since I was fourteen. There you go. Well, then,
3: then listen, meditation and walking around a lake and being aware. Of what you're doing you've got the three key things man you'll you'll be fine brother
2: yeah, yeah exactly exactly and the show man because like Wicked, the show bro. all i do is I, I draw pictures like of superheroes oh while i listen to your show so like
3: there we go it's cool. cool well listen man send in some of the pictures of the superheroes maybe we'll put them in our book
2: yeah we'll do actually i'll send some cakes into you some fairy cakes something that actually tastes nice that's <laughs> much, that's in the
4: kitchen. you so, know yeah. what i mean though don't you about the cupcake thing a lot of it's about what they look like right
2: not always, because you could have a cake that looks bad and tastes really good and you've yeah. got a cupcake that looks really good and yeah. tastes
4: really bad. But that's what I found, right? That when you often when you scrape off the icing, the cake underneath doesn't taste of anything at all.
2: Um, it's got to be fluffy and nice and airy. Well, I'm going to make, listen, I'm
3: going to make the best cupcakes you've ever had. I'll bring one in, it's going to blow your freaking mind. <laughs> Adam, it's really nice to talk to you, man. Thanks a lot and thanks Take for the kind on. words. Well, Cheers, Bye. bye-bye. What a Take nice care. guy. What a nice guy. Yeah. Um, Joe's texted him. I see someone text you an apology and you're all sweetness and light. I text you an apology the other week and all I got was a snide remark. I'll take it you're on a dry drunk and leave it at that. What? Says Joe. I'll he's,
4: take it on your what?
3: You're on a dry drunk. You know what a dry drunk is? No. It's someone who's, who's it's an alcoholic who's not drinking but is still ragey and still wow. obsessing. And, that's, um, that, that's nice, Joe. Yeah, yeah. except here's the thing thing joe your name comes up on the screen underneath because you, you so you're called jamie so you don't know why you're lying about that your real name's jamie um and we let's
4: see what you wrote in before yes yeah, well. so i t- i could you, be embarrassing. i
3: text you an apology the other week well let's find um let's find the apology you texted in okay um uh, gone back to the 17th, and no oh, uh, we go, oh, we go. I must apologize for my text the other night. I was trying to be witty about your taste in, and then I can't open it up. But, um,
4: oh, music, I remember this one. You was saying, for God's sake, Catherine, you take over the music choices. on something. Oh, okay, I don't I think don't, we thought it was nasty anyway. I don't, think,
3: I don't think we thought it was nasty, did we? Well, hey, do you know what? Let's do this, brother. I was snidey then, and I apologize, Jamie, Joe, uh, in Welsh, Wales. I apologise, peace and love I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if it, I don't if remember it We weren't offended I don't think I was offended no. don't remember. I, certainly, I don't think I'd be offended by someone I think it was may have been a jokey You say my music's rubbish What do you know about music fool
4: I don't think you even mentioned it
3: Oh okay In that case then let's be Can we be friends, can we start again Good, hopefully we can Oh, three, four. oh there's a call from Australia Let's go to a break <laughs> Sam and take it <laughs> The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee On Talk Radio 0344-499-1000. Oh, uh, four, 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 nine, nine, you can call us from anywhere in the world, by the way, guys. And uh, Fiona is calling us. Australia is a pretty big place, Fiona. Can we narrow it down at all?
1: Hello. <laughs> I'm in Sydney. Oh, I'm
3: so nervous. I, 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 I nearly made a rude joke. And I, I've, yeah, I've stepped back from it.
4: Wow. Yeah. No, do it, please. The, the next step is not mentioning that you're going to do a rude joke.
3: Okay. Well, she wants me to do it. Oh God! You're I do.
1: I want it. Give it to me.
3: You're in Sydney. It's better than Sydney being in you. Oh,
1: I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Catherine. I wouldn't say
3: no. Okay, you don't know Sydney. Uh, I'm talking about um, Sydney James, <laughs> the yeah, dead, yeah, yeah, the yeah, dead yeah. man. Uh, Fiona, nice to talk to you. What, um, what, what, what are you listening to? This rubbish in Australia.
1: Oh God! I listen to you every single morning. I absolutely—you're my lifeline. I love it. We're a decent slot in
3: Australia. (laughs) We're the
1: breakfast show (laughs) instead of this. Instead of this, you are. You are
3: this rubbish slot we got here with a nine
1: o'clock.
3: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. How long you been in Australia for?
1: Um, Nearly
3: four years. Oh really? I was going to say shorter because you have not. I've not heard it yet, but you've not got a hint no. of an Australian accent, no, and normally. British people no. normally, it normally after, kicks in,
4: doesn't it?
1: After about six months a year, there's just a little they inflection. Start, they start talking like that. Yeah. No, do you, no, no, no. Do you know what? If anything, I've become more London. Good. Yeah. So what it should I, be. I'm just proudly London. You know.
3: That's what it should be when we go
1: abroad. That's
4: what happened to me when we moved down south. Yeah. I got really broad for a while. I, started saying. I know,
1: Gavin, I always think that about you, because, right, <laughs> did you say you were 10 when yeah. you moved down? Yeah, yeah. Right, because I, I used to, my parents are both Glaswegian, uh-huh. and I lived in, Ed, we moved down from Edinburgh to Essex when I was nearly eight. Right. And um, I got rid of my accent quite quickly, and I always think, God, how come you managed to hold, you must have really had a strong... I did. I, so, uh, identity of who you were, you know, I not think, wanting to fit in. No, I think what it was. My
4: sister lost her accent straight away. In fact, she started knocking about with the New Zealander. Uh,
3: She's younger. Yeah, She's she
4: was seven and I was ten, right. and she started yeah. knocking around with some kids around the corner who were Kiwis. And she came back. She was sort of talking about chips and fish and uh, talking like that. <laughs> um, but I think because I got a bit picked on at school because I was the only, you know, people saying, "Oh." I, I've I've never heard anyone. Someone thought it was American because I said grass yeah. and past. They'd never heard. It was quite a small right. town. They'd never heard of anyone. Yeah. I don't think they'd ever heard another accent, not on the telly. Um, so yeah. I became all of a sudden, having grown up in an area where everyone spoke the same. I became really aware of, really self-aware, and uh, really conscious that whenever I spoke, like people would be laughing and stuff. So instead of losing it, I just got I got broader like i was talking more yeah. northern than spoken when we lived in manchester it was crazy yeah that's amazing but but it's, you, it's, for, that, it's, for somebody that age to do that and yeah. not have
1: this wanting to fit in
4: yeah it's weird really isn't it it took me a long while yeah. to get used to having moved a really long while i don't think i dealt oh. with it particularly well i was really really no. quite a sad kid for a couple of years but anyway
1: i'm all right now
4: yeah
1: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> you came through it yeah it's hard though oh it's so hard i tell you
3: are I you out there, are you Are system. you out there, are your family with you?
1: Yes, I've
3: got two boys, like you, Who they're like, they're 11 and 13. God, so hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. So what, yeah. they were 8 and 10 when they moved?
1: Yes, right.
3: Mate, that must have been tough. Yeah, it was. I bet they were heart, no, no, I'm not in any way, this isn't in any way criticism of you, you know, you, you've obviously done the right thing for your family, but they must have been heartbroken, especially the 10-year-old, um, I would have thought.
1: Actually, wasn't quite ten. Hang on, they were nine and seven. Okay. Um, it was hard. They're, they're all right, actually. Yeah. Like my my younger one found it really now. hard. It took it took him. My it took when he was seven because he was a very shy boy anyway, yeah. and it took him a while to set, settle in. And he's very smart as well, and he didn't. <laughs> he, oh, my my older boy told me would come home and say, "Oh, Liam, Liam was." Uh, walking around a tree in the playground on his own oh, all the time, oh, you know. Gosh, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and for a long time, oh my god, I was just a bag of nerves because I was just worrying about him all the time. Yeah. But now he's found his feet. He's in a special. They, they um here in year five and six in some schools they have a special. It's it's like um selective, so it's like a grammar school. It's like for the smart kids, like gifted and talented, and yeah. he's in that now and so he's found his people you know cuz he just didn't he's not he's not sporty he didn't and... want
3: to hang out with the thick kids this guy's <laughs> no. this guy's a genius he wants to hang out with einstein <laughs> good for him
1: he is and he I, you <laughs> know i really admire him because he's not the sort of kid who will hang around with people that he doesn't want to hang around with he would rather be on his own yeah. than be with Divs, you know, and I'm like that <laughs> <Divs>. as well. <laughs> Divs. Isn't that funny? Because sometimes Divs. I've got a
4: kid like that and it's uh, at first I was worried that she was antisocial or uh, shy or underconfident, but it wasn't that. She's so confident that she doesn't feel the need to join in with anything she doesn't dig, you know. She, she'll yeah. she join in when she wants.
1: Yeah, which is admirable really, isn't it? Yeah. But it was, it was a worry. It was a worry and he's, okay. he's had some difficult times, but now he's really, really happy. And my other son is into rowing, and like we live near the water, and he goes he goes rowing, and that's awesome. And what a life! Sailing, they've learned how to sail, and yeah. But it's bloody tough, mate. I tell you, it's well, hang on, sorry, it's, it's, bloody it's bloody tough, tough mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there it was. It's bloody tough, mate. You get it, came no, out.
1: No, no, that was London. That was no, no. no, no. <laughs> you keep no, telling no, yourself no, that,
5: mate. no, mate. <laughs> no.
3: Can we? Fiona, is there anything we can do for you, or did you just want to phone up and say hello?
1: Um. Oh. Oh, I've got a lot I could talk about, but I don't want to go into that right now. Okay. But well was, You, you can, but you don't have I to.
4: Cleaning,
3: I was cleaning the bathroom. Oh, and you thought of us, thanks.
1: <laughs> and uh, I was cleaning
4: the toilet.
3: <laughs> oh, come on, and you thought of Cass.
4: Harry, well, because I'm the only one who cleans the toilet. Huh? Oh, listen, I've had a colonoscopy this week, so it needed cleaning. Oh, me. <laughs> They give you some strong anyway. stuff for that, don't they? Clean as a whistle. Oh,
1: yes. Ooh. Bloody <laughs> hell, go okay, see you like it. I, I, oh, I remember geez, my grandad
4: having one of those, and he said on. to the doctor, he said, along with these pills, should you should give me some toilet roll and some running
1: spikes. Move, move on,
3: move on, <laughs> on, moving on, please. This is not a lavatorial show. This is an intellectual <laughs> show. Always-
1: coming back from it we were in the uber and uh, me and my husband were looking through the pictures of my colon that the doctor has given me beautiful and we were just discussing it because it <laughs> it turns out i've got Cro- crohn's disease uh-huh. oh no <laughs> so anyway the driver goes oh it sounds like you've been through the ringer <laughs> insert your own joke here you know <laughs> we were like, well, something's been through my ringer. Anyway. There's a There's a Beach
3: Boys song. I think it's a cover of, like, an old 50s song. And the line goes... No, it's I think it's an original song, right? And, I, I, I mean, it, the line is, to get you baby went through the ringer.
1: <laughs> OK.
3: <laughs> I just think, come on, guys, really? And I know it doesn't mean that, but in my but head it, d- it yeah. means, means bumhole. In your head, in yes. In my yes. head, yes. Right. <laughs>
1: I just—it was the—it was a couple of things actually that okay. made me call cool, because yeah. I've been thinking about it for yeah. a while now because I've been listening to you for about a year and a half, I think. Hey,
3: wicked! Thank you.
1: And it was a couple of things. Number—it was about the reading with the with the kids. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I've got. I've got. We've got to force our boys to read, especially my older one. He just—he just doesn't want to read at all, and we—we we got so worried about it. We actually went. We got. um Tested by a, not a child, yeah, maybe a child psychologist. Well, to see if he was
3: dyslexic or something.
1: To see if he was dyslexic, yeah, but yeah. no, it turns out... She's just was,
3: don't fancy actually, it.
1: He's just a lazy little toe rag. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then, I don't have a problem
3: with that. I, I, as long as, you know, the option is there. And if they don't enjoy it, they don't enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I think he it's a shame because books, I think, are the greatest gift in the world. Yeah.
4: But if they don't yeah. dig it... It may be that he finds his thing, reading thing, later on in life. He finds yeah. something that he's interested yeah. in and he pursues it that way. But it's what wor- kids I, are gits, like, aren't I they? Because like... the more you want them to do something, the more they'll dig their
1: heels in. Yes, absolutely. And we kind of... You know, threaten them with pocket money, being cut off and stuff.
4: Read this book or Uh, you
3: will have no money and be grounded for a month.
1: Wow. (laughs) Actually, my dad,
4: when I was about 14, because he wanted me to read something that was, uh, you know, life changing and a bit more challenging, he used to bribe me to read books. He used to pay me, you'd pay me a tenner if I read a hard book.
3: My youngest, my youngest um, phoned up the other day. I spoke to him the other day and he said, Guess what? Mummy's going to pay me. To clean up the living room, I said, "Oh, right, okay." Thinking, I don't know if I agree with this parenting. He said, "How much is she going to pay you?" He went five p, and I went, "Right, <laughs> right, come a little bit closer to the phone." That's not very much money. So he went and demanded <laughs> more money. And he came back. And she went. He went. She's going to pay me twenty p. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: negotiator. <suckers. deals>. Sucker, <laughs> sucker.
3: Anyway, go on. Sorry, we keep interrupting. Sorry, quiet now.
1: No, that's one right. I've been having a chat. Um... Yeah, about um, cupcakes. Oh yeah, fairy cakes, right? Buns. About, I don't know. Ten years ago, there was a place in Greenwich, and um, it was one of these. uh, Go and. It's like a little ceramic cafe thing, and they've got ceramic...
3: Oh, well, you paint the pot. You paint the pots. pots
1: and cups. And, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, they, 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 they're fun for, for about six months of your life when you've got kids, yeah. and then you go, oh, this yeah. is expensive, and then they're crap.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but for Father's Day, um, we went in there, and um, the boys, one of them did a mug, and one of them did um, a money box that was yeah. shaped like a motorbike. Oh, And uh, because it was a cafe, I went up to buy. I said, Oh, oh, we'll have two of those fairy cakes. And the girl who worked there, who was the manager, she said, "Um, Oh, what, the cupcakes? And I said, Oh, God, I hate calling them cupcakes. That's so American. And she took huge offense at me saying this. Like, she was really, I could tell that she was. What was she, like
3: 25 or something?
1: Yeah, she was young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: We'd never heard of fairy cakes.
1: So much so that when I went back a few days later to get um, to pick up the things because yeah. they'd been put in the kiln, they've got to
3: glaze them, haven't they?
1: Yeah, one of, it was broken. One of them, she got, just handed it to me, broken Dang without. On.
3: What word of What I'm saying? She vandalised your kid's
4: little little money box because she... you called you, she... did, you called it a fairy game Was she crying? Ah! Was she crying icing tears? Ah!
3: Come on, That's
1: a, is, that, is that not
3: a little paranoid, Fiona? <laughs> did you say anything to her? No, of
1: course
3: not. You just took the broker Did you not go? I'd have gone. Oh. How, how, sorry, how did this break?
1: No, she shoved. Um, she she shoved a voucher in my hand oh, <laughs> uh, God. for like five pounds off for the next for video well, Five pound, they're expensive. I was very places. British about it. I just, wonder, I just went out muttering under my breath. You know.
3: Well, if if, you're, if, if, if that had happened to me, I would have actually emigrated to Australia <laughs> to to avoid <laughs> the embarrassment. Uh, Fiona, listen, I have to go because we're late for the ads. It's so. Give us a call again. It's so nice to talk to you.
1: I will. Lovely to talk to you. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm oh, still shaking.
3: We can't believe it. It, is, it. Honestly, I was saying this the other day. We're thrilled that people listen to yeah. us abroad. We're quite old-fashioned and have been doing this yes. for years when you, you broadcast to the three-mile area that your transmitter went. So to know that there are people not only listening in Australia but actually picking up the phone and calling in and stuff, that means the world to us, Fiona. So thank you very much.
1: Oh, thank you. Lovely to talk to you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye,
3: Fiona. Oh, a nice lady. Oh, great family. Those guys. Um, Simon, stay there. Come to you in a bit. This is Talk Radio.
1: Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios.
3: Talk Radio. Give it some lip.
5: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.